Broadcasting to you from the Badlands of Texas all the way around the world. From Southern Australia all the way to Northern Ireland. You're listening to or you are watching Midnight Radio. I'm your Fruit Loop. And so are you. My name is Gerald Schmimmons. I am your host for this wonderful thing we call Midnight Radio. Hey! Right now, if you're watching, perhaps you'd like to subscribe to this wonderful thing. And hit that little bell until it turns dark. That means all notifications are checked. That allows you to enter the conversation with us. That lets you join in the conversation. Matter of fact, my son, he watches this show too. Um, Not really. But he listens to it as his mother listens to it, wherever she is at. And, uh, man, I'll try to go to sleep late at night. Right now I'm having trouble with my son. He does not want to go to sleep. He tricks me into thinking he's going to sleep, and he's not. This morning we thought all was well. He got up, and I see a bottle of water with um, a jar of honey opened and poured all around it and in it. And I thought, oh, my Lord, on the kitchen table. I thought, oh, my Lord, what's going on now? And the first emotion that flashes in my head is not anger. It's curiosity. And what is this child thinking? He woke up and I said, hey, I saw what you did with the water. And he looked all nervous. I said, no, 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 I'm not mad at you. I just want to know why. And he said, well, he's five years old. I was doing an experiment. I wanted to see if I put the honey in the water, if it would taste different. I go, did it? He drank half of the water in that bottle. He goes, no, it tasted the same. I go, well, if you ever do that again, make sure you close the lid real tight and shake it up a whole lot. The funny part about it is that he picks things up from the show. Like, uh, for some reason, he knows DJ Electra. I don't know how. And also, he, he'll he run in my room, you know, past his bedtime. His mother and I are laying down there um, watching Ashley Banfield. And uh, he'll run in there and he'll say, hey. I'm like, what? He's like, I just want to join the conversation. I'm like, no, you can't join the conversation. Nobody's talking in here. You got to go to bed. But hey, you can join the conversation. You subscribe, you hit the bell. And if you want to do me a favor, hit the like. I, I really appreciate that if you like it. All right. Enough of that. Let's get right down to business. Hey, yesterday uh, I had a phone call. It was a good phone call, I thought. Um, and I tried to focus in. On the show, I tried to focus in on the show. I tried to focus in on Buster. And one of the main things I was going to talk about on the show, I did not get to it. Uh, we'll get to that tonight. His picture wasn't clickbait, believe me. We're going to go over that. I got two stories as pertaining to that. And um, before I get to that, I want to get to this. The glove. The glove that's on there. The glove. Koffendoffer brought the club, the glove up. Moreau County officials share new details about the Idaho murder suspect's arrest. Now, as pertains to the gag order, I don't want to have to bring it out again. We've gone over it a couple times before. I want to go over it again. But it was my understanding that any, any law enforcement that were involved in this case were under gag. I assume that meant Pennsylvania, too, but perhaps it didn't. I thought it meant all because I thought it said all. All officers of the court and all law enforcement that are involved in the case, I thought they had to shut the hell up. But perhaps it didn't involve Pennsylvania. Someone gave me that answer, and I'll accept it for now. If you'd like to call in, I'll tell you what. I'm going to open up the phone lines right now. So you can call in whenever you want. That is fine. 325-261-0892. Let me make sure I got everything set up here. I do. Bada bing. And call me when you're ready. Monroe County officials share new details about Idaho murder suspects arrest. Let me play this clip. We're learning more about the investigation of the Chestnut Hill Township man charged in the killings of four University of Idaho college students. An unsealed warrant reveals more about what police were looking for at Brian Koberger's home and what they found on him when he was arrested in December. (laughs) News 13's Nicole Walters joins us live from our Monroe County newsroom with more. Nicole? 
Kim, it's been two months since Brian Koberger was arrested at his parents' home. Now, for the first time, Monroe County officials are sharing what he was doing when police found him. Mr. Koberger, as with any other criminal defendant, is presumed innocent unless and until proven guilty in a court of law. Um, so that remains the case. But certainly for the investigation and the interest of the investigators in building the case, layer by layer, that was a significant find. This search warrant confirms Brian Koberger was under police surveillance for several weeks before he was arrested. And officials believed he was in possession of items related to the murder of the four University of Idaho students. Police raided his family's home within Indian Mountain Lake Estates in Chestnut Hill Township on December 30th, just before 1.30 in the morning. The warrant shows he had on him at the time a flashlight, four medical style gloves, a t-shirt, a black sweatshirt, a pair of size 13 shoes, a pair of black socks, black shorts, black boxers, and they took one cheek swab. Mr. Koberger was found awake uh, in the kitchen area, uh, dressed in shorts and a shirt and wearing um, latex uh, medical type gloves, and apparently was taking his personal trash and putting it into separate Ziploc baggies. They found him in the act with his little black gloves on. He had four gloves they found with his person he had two of them on he was taking his personal trash out of the main bag and putting them in little ziploc bags is this circumstantial evidence um i saw uh, somebody commented in the comment section that they have uh, a member of their family is obsessive and compulsive and things that they do might look like they were guilty if they were a suspect in a murder trial but they aren't brian Nothing burger is. Do you think this is suspicious? That's what I want to know from you today. It's a conversation. I want to know if you think that this information should have been let out. We knew about the warrant. The warrant was recently released. They released that after 60 days, but not where he was, what he was doing when he was arrested. That wasn't. Monroe County First Assistant District Attorney Michael Mancuso tells us that discovery cleared up another part of the investigation. The trash pull uh, that was done days before recovered DNA profiles, um, but not from him, only from his family members. State police say part of what they were looking for was anything that may shed light on the mental state of Koberger or the victims, including drugs or medication. But we're told these actions speak for themselves. It could very well uh, explain um, some of the other uh, aspects of the case um, from uh, from Idaho, some of the, the lengths that a person would go to to avoid having their DNA left behind um, when uh, they know or should have known that there was an investigation underway. As far as the other items, two could play a big role in court. I would be keen on the shoes, the size of the shoes, the comparison to any uh, any. Um, shoe impressions that might have been recovered at the scene. But we're told the cheek swab is key. Something that they could compare to the uh, DNA obtained, I believe, on the snap button for the, uh, the sheath of the knife. The Monroe County District Attorney's Office continues to investigate Koberger, and they are in the process of sharing that information with the Idaho authorities. Officials tell us the search warrants related to Koberger's car and family's home will be released tomorrow morning. Reporting live from our Monroe County newsroom, Nicole Walters, News 13, back to you. All right, back to me. Hello, everybody. All right, let's read a little bit of this. Not much, just a little bit. Let's make sure they miss anything. Talking about the unsealed warrant. Man, to actually have been caught with his hands in the glove. And his hands in the glove. Mancuso, a very detectively named, says that Mr. Colberger, Colberger, cold nothing burger. It's not Colberger. He was found awake in the kitchen area, dressed in shorts and a shirt, wearing latex medical type gloves, and apparently was taking his personal trash and putting it into a separate Ziploc bags. You see how that went down, right? They come in, they bust his door, they swing through, whatever the hell they did. Flashbang, put him in a headlock. Hey! Hey, what are you doing? Uh, 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 I'm, I'm just separating my trash, and um, I'm wearing these gloves, and um, maybe give myself a stranger. Um, I was going to put these away. I mean, he, he told them the truth. They asked him 
He he told him what he was doing. What are you doing? Where are you going? None of your damn business, officer. It's against the law for me not to tell you where I'm going. What I'm doing, no, I'm telling you what I'm doing. None of your damn business. So, some people like to tell you what they were doing, even when you don't ask them. Isn't that right, Susan? Separate baggies of that leafy green. Uh, that is something that they say they found on them too. Um, did they not? And it goes in deeper. Uh, Mancuso says a trash pull that was done days before recovered DNA profiles, but not from him, only from his family members. They please say that they were looking for anything that may shed light on the mental state of Kohlberger or the victims. So there you go. What do you guys think about this? Let me, somebody saying very spit. Hello, social butterfly. I haven't seen you in a while. Good to see you. Hello, Cindy Herring. Um, divine timing. They said at first they were filming him tossing stuff out in the neighbor's garbage at 4 a.m. Correct. That's the first thing they filmed him doing. And they did that before they busted into his house. I wonder if his family thought it was weird that he was volunteering to take out the trash so much. I gotta, I gotta wonder about that. You know, I know his family wants to think that he's innocent, but but honey, that boy of ours, he sure was taking out all the trash. Matter of fact, he would take the bags to the kitchen first into his room and separate them with them funny little gloves of his. You think maybe he's guilty, honey? Maybe he's not guilty. I'm just saying maybe uh, the conversation went a little something like this. Honey, I sure am glad that boy of ours is here. He likes to. He likes to, you know, play with that trash with them gloves of his. No, that's not weird. He always done that. I don't know what the father would sound like in Pennsylvania. I don't know. I know he doesn't sound like me. All right. I'd like to hear what you think about this matter. The phone number is 325-261-0892. If I don't have any people calling, it's going to be a very short show. Very short. All right. Let's talk about bus tar here. This is why I didn't get, this is all Susan's fault, Susan A's fault for calling me yesterday. Because I didn't get to get to Buster. I tried, I tried really hard to remember it. Public demands answers and suspicious death of Buster Murdoch's classmate after father's conviction. But first, I'm going to play this for you. Hope this is Banfield. Oh, it's not Banfield, it's. This other jacker smacker. But it was the death of Mallory oh. Beach that seemingly set off the epic unraveling of Alec Murdoch that led to all of this. Mallory lost her life in a boat crash in 2019 while Paul was driving drunk. The lawsuit that followed threatened to expose Alec's decades of thievery and lives. Uh, and joining me now tonight is Mark Tinsley. He is the Beach family uh, attorney. Uh, thank you so much for being with us, tomorrow, uh, with us tonight, Mark. You know, I was outside the, the courthouse w when Mallory's dad walked out um, after the sentencing um, and said that he felt like justice had been served. And it was, it was just so heartbreaking um, to, to see him, to know what he must be going through. Does, does does this bring them any any sort of peace now uh, that that Alec Murdoch will be going away for life? You know, I don't know that he said it. I, I came up just I think as he was finishing the discussion, and uh, Philip had always said that um, his daughter wasn't going to die in vain. There was good, there was a greater uh, good going to come out of this, and so uh, you know I. I they take a lot of comfort in the fact that a lot of people have been helped uh, in all of the things that have been exposed in the investigations that have followed. And um, they continue to hope that there'll be more accountability in, in everything that went on, the investigation of the investigation into the criminal case. Uh, as well as the actual death Mallory Beach in the civil case. So, so Paul Murdoch is obviously dead. Um, is there any other legal actions that, that can be taken in Mallory's case in terms of getting her family some justice? Well, you know, the, the justice that we're seeking is accountability and, and hopefully some change in terms of uh, the sales of alcohol, uh, people turning a blind eye. There's a lot of willful blindness in all of this uh, Murdoch mess um, and and you know so that's that's the justice I think that that we can get in Mallory's case now I um, but you know they 
when I was on the stand, Creighton Waters asked me uh, about uh, some testimony I gave the state grand jury uh, that was looking into the uh, criminal investigation. There's some there's some people out there in law enforcement that were involved uh, in 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 that investigation that were the subject of that uh, investigation by the state grand jury, and they still have badges. They're still working, and so I think there's still some things to be done. Um, and the beaches are hopeful that that's going to happen. Beyond the financial crimes, obviously, that we know that Alec Murdoch has, has admitted to a lot of them, and, and all of those cases are, are going to be coming up soon, do you think there are other crimes that we don't even know about um, that, that will come to light? Well, I mean, certainly there are other financial crimes that occurred that haven't been charged. You know, at some point, I think the state uh, just can't devote uh, resources to, you know, not not that it doesn't matter that he stole $9,700 from somebody, um, but they're not going to be able to, to prosecute every single case. So, so absolutely, there are other, there are other crimes, there are other uh, financial misdeeds out there. Uh, beyond that, um, I'm not sure. You know, but the one thing that I've learned through all this is don't, count Alex out. If he could be involved, he probably is involved. You obviously have a somewhat intimate knowledge of Alec Murdoch's finances with, with the cases that, that you've had in terms of helping um, Mallory's family. One thing that I've wondered about is, is there any money left? I mean, where, where does the money come from now in terms of him paying lawyers, appeals, paying to defend himself in all of these future financial crimes? Um, do you have any idea? Yeah, so when, in the fall of 2021, when it was apparent that Alex was beginning to hide his assets, liquidate his assets as his financial misdeeds, and, and in fact, when he went to jail, uh, when he was arrested for the uh, financial crimes, uh, I moved the court to appoint a receiver. We took control of Alex's assets, his finances, uh, and so those things were pretty well locked up for the benefit of the victims. Um, and the receivers tried to marshal his assets. The answer to the question about how lawyers are paid, I believe that they... Uh okay, for those of you that are listening right now, um, live, you're listening live, and let me see how many people we got. I never look at that. About 47, 47 to 50. I'm going to throw you a commercial right now. hope you enjoy it. You got that commercial because you didn't vote in our poll. The poll says, should Susan call? Yes or no. If you vote no, then I won't click any more commercials for you to watch. You guys can vote now whether you want Susan to call or not. Um, had been paid some money to represent Paul, and after his death, uh, there was a credit given. Beyond that, uh, Alex had a, a 401k that we couldn't get to with a judgment. Um, by consent, we agreed to liquidate the 401k, and after the taxes and penalties were paid, uh, there was some money that went to pay experts, lawyers, uh, and then just over $300,000 that was left that went into the receiver's account. So there's really not a lot of money left, it doesn't sound like. I mean, everyone just sort of thinks that he was this rich man and that the family has all this money, but it doesn't seem like there's much left. Well, there's a lot of money somewhere. I mean, you know, he, he was turning a lot of, uh, he was turning everything into cash the last three years. And, um, oh. and so the last three it's years. hard to fathom that he could have uh, taken all that in drugs. I don't believe it. Uh, never have believed it. I still don't believe it. I mean, he was cashing checks for, hmm. uh, and doing something with the cash. We just haven't found it yet. Well, let's hope that um, a lot of that money can go to the victims who, who he stole from, just, you know, poor people who are in unfortunate situations. Uh, Mark Tinsley, thank you so much for being with us tonight. All right, Brian, in case you didn't know, um, hold on. I'm giving another ad to the people watching right now. Oh, you got another one because you didn't vote in the poll. You like that? You want another one? Get another one. There's another weed gummy commercial. I don't get paid for any of those commercials. Okay. So, the... The, uh, what do you call it, the law firm that he worked for, they wound up on the hook for a lot of that money. They had to take loans out and pay for it and everything. So, I mean, that's crazy. Here's another ad for you for not voting.
vote the poll 25 25 25 30 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 40 The phone line is open, 325-261-0892. I know I'm going to trick you. I'm going to say the phone number wrong. 325-261-0892. The poll is, should Susan call in again? I don't know what she would talk about. Elector wants an ad. You, You get an ad, and you get an ad, and you get an ad. There's an, I don't, I hate hitting the ad. I mean, the ad goes to Google, not me, but fine. There's an ad for you. All right. How many people do we have voted? We have 25 people, 25 out of 11 people. Let's see how many people I ran off throwing ads at them. And you know what? Before I check, I'm going to throw another ad at them. Let me look. You people that 40, none of y'all left. More of y'all are here. Hit the like then if you're still here. Hello, everybody. Susan's going to call in, I guess, because you guys want her to call in. Oh, and before she calls in or doesn't call in, there's another ad for you. I like that. If she doesn't come in, uh, she doesn't call in, no one calls in. I've got two more stories and we're shutting her down. I don't want an ad. I'm sorry, Cindy. Laura said no ads. Okay, did you guys vote? 325-261-0892. Let's go to the next story. This one... Oh, I got a phone call. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. Who am I speaking with? You, you know who it's this Susan. is. Susan! Okay. <laughs> Hello, Susan. How are you doing I only this called because I... Don't, okay. hurt, don't hurt my feelings now. You know I'm glad to hear from you. I have feelings in there somewhere. Yeah, but is, is anyone else? Does anybody else? There's uh, 70. You <laughs> won the poll. Everybody wanted you to call 73%. I know because I wasn't sure if, if this was an actual uh, show or if it was a auction or and, and I won or... I wasn't sure. And that's what I love about this show. You never know what it is. It's just a good, you just don't, you don't know what happened to you, but you leave here realizing you had a hell of a time. That, that's true. That is, uh, I I guess, Brian, do do I get to pick? Is there like an ABC? There's multiple choice. Well, we could do a, uh, a poll on what you should ask and talk about in case you need some direction. From uh, I think okay, you wanted well, to talk about I'll the gloves, didn't it. you? I, I can talk about that. I'll slow it down for the uh, person in the chat who previously asked that I not, um, because I'm trying not to read the chat. Oh, okay. I can shut it off if that would be better. No, 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 no. You take your phone and you, you know, slide to the right or something. Or I could have just called on that phone. You could have, but you didn't do that. I didn't. The cat, it's so, it's, it's very tempting. And you know why I called tonight only? Because I I saw that hot, hot ham radio was listening tonight. And she said that she hadn't heard last night so we should just go over everything else that we went because she agrees with me so rewind and let's go through (laughs) no i'm just kidding did did you want to talk about brian koberger and his gloves this is a new story what do you think about it so here's the scene. The SWAT team rolls in. We find out it was like one thirty or one o'clock, one thirty a.m. When they hold on, I got to picture it. I got 
Hold on. I'm going to picture it for you. I'm going to paint the picture. I get it. It's 1 30 a.m. Please. His parents are asleep. Okay. His parents are in their bedroom. Eastern or wait, hold on. Eastern or central? Yes. And he's in there <laughs> in his underdraws and his shirt and his black gloves on in the kitchen. And before you even see what he's doing, you have the SWAT team shining lights. They have their, have anybody ever been swatted or seen somebody have a SWAT team after him? It's some scary stuff. Cause they usually have these helicopters that are, that are shining in there. Show us your hands. I'm not playing. I've got a gun on you. Put show me where your hands. What is that? Are you wearing black gloves? Is that your underwear, son? Are you playing in the garbage? So it's something like that, and they hear the windows all breaking over the house, and the old man probably pooped himself. Like, what did the boy do now? This is the kind of stuff we had going on in the the pencil, the Poconos that night. And they made him strip you his know, draws off too. So picture that. They made him? Yes. It was on the, oh, right, right, the right, sheet right. before they oh, even left sorry. there. They ripped his under drawers off and said, Hey, I hope orange is your color because you're gonna be wearing it for a while. I will tell you if you're gonna do an, an accent. A Philadelphia accent, which I I don't believe that that's near, is I just FYI, fun fact, is one of the hardest to mimic. That's what I heard. I was I spent my... some time actually in Pennsylvania, but I was interviewing the world's <laughs> oldest practicing Catholic priest at the time, and he is from Ukraine, so he he had a different accent. So I didn't spend a lot of time around the Philadelphia accent. Well, I heard that it's the most difficult. Well, it's Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia, I think. Or Pittsburgh, one of those two. Okay. All right, gloves. Yeah, right, okay. So I set up the picture for you. Uh, You know, glasses flying. You you did? Underwear is sweaty. Uh, the gloves are on the hands. There's just as sweaty as his underwear. He's going through the trash. And then all hell starts breaking loose. And before he knows what's going on, he has a laser between his eyes and a bunch of burly guys with guns pulled on him. Okay. First, can I ask some questions about this, the scene that we've painted? You sure, yes. painted. What is it based on? The article you just read? No. It to is- us? It is based, if you go to midnightrad.io, I wrote an article about this and what he went through at the time. And we went through the, the affidavit of what happened and the timeline that it actually happened. So it's I all love drawn him. From the Sorry. information we actually have, affidavit. Yeah, I love him so much. Let me tell you about affidavit. A lot of people don't know this about him, but I'm going to go ahead and release it here on the inter- internet tonight. When he hears no. banjos, when he hears banjos, he doesn't run. Away from them, he runs to them. <laughs> he's our, he's like, uh, he, he is very talented. Really, really, truly. He really is. Okay, we got off track there. All right, so we're talking um, about the gloves. You asked me how I knew about the picture. How, how did you knew about, oh, first of all, oh, wait, hold on. I watched a documentary about getting swatted, first of all, uh, because you said, has anyone ever gotten swatted? Mm -hmm. And I watched this whole thing about, man, that is terrible. I'll tell you what what was terrible. The last time I saw somebody get swatted, I was in uh, California. I was in Escondido, California, one of the prettiest restaurants I'd ever seen in my life. It had a a nice glass front right there that kind of went out in a like circular pattern. It was beautiful. And I saw, you know, into the Texas, uh, not Texas, the California skyline. And it, they had this awesome mariachi band. And I was just sitting there drinking margaritas and eating my uh, steak fajitas. And I was looking out that window. And then all of a sudden, you know, so the helicopter was coming through. Actually, this is more like it. Drop your gun. We have you surround. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Then like the mariachi band just stopped and everybody looked outside and you know somebody was getting swatted. You know, it's a it's a pastime no. of the incels. 
Then I drink the rest. I meant. Um, I, I was talking about the fake fake swatting. What people do to each other because it's they don't still like the same thing. Right. I understand. I was just talking about people who didn't do anything wrong and they got their, so you, you, you know, you're windows saying that you don't think, uh, Brian Colberger did anything I, wrong. No, you guys I heard didn't. It here first. <laughs> so we're, but, but Stop about Brian, my words, am I on the stand? Yes. You're being interrogated. Am right? I testifying? Are you saying you called <laughs> on him and it was a swatting cause you guys were playing call of duty? I, I plead the fifth. Can I plead the fifth? In tell us, this tell us about these gloves. So he had the gloves. Okay. There. Okay. Well, I asked you, where did you read this? Where did you and hear all you, of these details? All of them. Where do you read them all? I answered you. <laughs> okay. I answered but what's you your so so- source? I answered you so much. First of all, I played it tonight. I played a video tonight. I played the warrant that was unsealed and them saying what they found. And one of the police officer, one of the officials telling you that he was there and that's what happened. What official told us he was there? Was there an actual, I mean, I'm really for real. I just played the video. I'm for real. This isn't just a leak. What is it to you? The exact scenario. Mancuso, my man the, Mancuso. Mama, mama, mama say mama sama Mancuso. Mancuso. Okay. So someone actually said this and they, and who. D- did you not see that of, part of the who show? Who was there or what? We no. talked about, we played a video about it. Here you go. No, you played a video about a lot of things that are from. Um, was arrested and officials were a black uh, area. Black boxers on, and they took go. one cheek swab. Mr. Koberger was found awake uh, in the kitchen area, uh, dressed in shorts. This and a is the mainstream media. The Monroe County District Attorney's Office sheds light on the Idaho murder suspect's arrest after a search warrant is released. We're learning more about the investigation from. The Chestnut Hill Township man charged in the killing of four. Yes. That was a video. Okay. Yes. So, so, okay. That's all I asked. Why'd you make it so hard? Why'd you, why'd you draw that out so hard? I didn't. I told you. I don't know. You were here. You were here for the show. You watched the show. That's why you don't read the chat. You're just here for the chat, aren't you? I'm like, it's okay. I don't mind. So um, I. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait. All right. So my, my girl band deal with things like this. Go ahead. <laughs> I asked the question because I wanted to know if it was a legitimate source or if it was just, you know, rumors floating around out there because we, oh. as we all know, there's so much being leaked out. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and you know, because I said it last night, I don't, I, I, that's why I was asking you because I said to you you last night, do you consider an official source? If it came from an official, yeah. An official, you said it came from the district attorney, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. If it comes from TMZ, that's not a, Reputable source Actually, in my TMZ is usually pretty spot opinion. on. They are, but I'm not going to go ahead in a court of law and, and call um, Harvey Levin up to the stand. No. Okay. All right. So I told you last night that I like documents and I like documentation and I like actual real Sources, so that's why I asked you that. All right, so you, all right, so we've never got. I've I've been asking you first about he's still there in his underwear with the gloves, and he's going to be there until you talk about it. He's right there in your mind. Okay. 
help this guy out. And what are your thoughts? And okay. And okay. I, I, I trust you. Okay. Um, it's, it's not about so, me. It's about him and his okay. underwear and his gloves. No, I wasn't talking to you. Um, all right. Are you looking at the chat again? So stop it. No, I just for a second, just for a second. I walked away. I'm in a totally different room. Okay. Why do I think he was in the gloves or do I, or do I think it makes him guilty? Yes. Or what is the all exact of the, question? All of the above. What is your take on this whole scenario? Does it make him guilty? I Does sure it not don't. make him guilty? Is there more information that we need to know? I think it's more information than we need to know. I think most information is information than we need to know, especially at this point. So it, it's you're saying it's information that we need to know? No, that we don't need oh, to that know. We don't need to know. Okay. No, I. I mean, why? To have conversations like this that no one wants well, to hear it's kind two of my nights job. in a row. All right, so let's see. So here's all in, you know, okay. put everything together. They were uh, taking video of him that night. He took all the garbage and he put it to the neighbor's trash. And they got that garbage and they found the DNA from his father on that later. Mm -hmm. They go to him. Okay. And they bust in there and they see that he's wearing black gloves. He's at the time, according to them. He's in there with the black gloves in his night clothing, separating, separating out his stuff with DNA into a separate bag. Okay. So, I mean, he was Here. already playing with the garbage before. <laughs> so somebody said something really good. Cindy said something really maybe, good. Maybe he lost something in there. You know, seriously? maybe no. Okay. No, not seriously. Okay. I, I have, I have three thoughts that I came up with kind of just uh, on the fly. So okay. forgive me. Let him, let him out. <laughs> okay. My first is this dude is a, um, who's been arrested that everyone hates. And I am waiting for him to whatever. <sighs> I can't please everyone. All right. Um, my first thought was he's a criminology student. He knows a lot about the law. Perhaps he started to notice, hey, there's some law enforcement following me. Um, I live near that shooting or wasn't there a shooting too at Washington state? Yes. I, I own a gun. Maybe he was not supposed to own a gun too. Um, I don't know about that, but um, for many else. reasons, you know, maybe he's getting all paranoid because he, ki he killed all the people. Maybe he's getting paranoid because he has a parent, maybe paranoid personality. Maybe He's on drugs that make him paranoid, or maybe he's just trying to help himself. I don't know. Maybe he thinks that that is a, a good thing to do to help himself it, to not to 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 not get arrested, falsely arrested. I don't. That was my initial best thought. I guess. Okay, second, mm -hmm. he has um, a like a OCD, right? I, I a lot of people have said this. Now, somebody brought that um, up. They said maybe he had OCD, and I thought, you know what, that sounds pretty interesting. And I thought, well, that that might be the case because you think his parents are saying, "My boy didn't do it. My boy didn't do it." And I mean, whose parents wouldn't say that? But you know to themselves, well, he wasn't there playing with the trash. But if he always did that, he had OCD. Okay, maybe I see it. But then I remembered, yeah, but he took his, he took all the trash, took his out of it, and then put it in the neighbor's garbage when they were videoing him. And then they go back in there, and he's wearing black gloves, only taking out his specific garbage and putting it in Ziploc bags. So, 
true. That makes me think it's not OCD unless he always happened to hide his DNA from and put all the stuff in the neighbor's trash. Or it goes back to the original theory where he thinks that he's being followed and he didn't do anything wrong and he, he's trying to to um, eliminate himself as a suspect. I I mean, that was, you know, that's an entertaining theory, right? I know enough about the law to just say lawyer. So it, it, if I thought that maybe he, he's got, you know, a little screw loose and, and he thought, um, he thought, well, maybe this will help me. Maybe they'll get off my back if they don't find anything and, uh, and I do this. Third is he's completely guilty and it is exactly what it seems. I sure want to hear what the defense says about this. That's a fact. I mean, it looks bad. How do you know that it'll even, how do you know that it's relevant to anything? Why do you think that the the defense will even have to address this? This is something, this is exactly why I don't necessarily believe we need to know about it. I'll tell you why it's very important for the reasons I just stated. They were literally video following the fbi was following him videotaping him playing with trash they saw that he had the black gloves they saw they put it in the neighbors this is at the time of his arrest this is what he was doing that's why it's important then they go in there busting his house to arrest him and he's wearing the black gloves sorting the trash you're just telling me facts yes facts not circumstantial evidence Why is it important? Because it looks like he, that is what you would do if you're hiding DNA. Why? Because he's getting rid of the DNA. I didn't say it wasn't important. That's not what I said. Why would the prosecution care about this? I'm telling you. Oh, oh, oh. Because it makes him look guilty. I said two different things, so I'm sorry. They were very kind of close. No, just no. I disagree. (laughs) You can disagree with what I'm saying, but it was still my answer. No, I thought that was what yours was. Oh, that I disagree? Who? What? I agree with you. (laughs) All right. Um, But you see why people think that this is an important bit of information, right? Because, well, I think people want to hear this information because they are for some you know i thought about this because they love this case because they love this case that's why they're eating it up so anything that comes out they want to hear about it anything just if you just said he was wearing night shorts they will that would be a story Mm -hmm. well it shows that he's people want it it shows that he's not crazy if he's trying to get rid of his evidence that could possibly convict him called his DNA. Okay, but, okay, what? If I was the defense, if um, I was the what, prosecution, and this is what they're going to do. Why do you think that this is coming into court? Why do no, you no, no, think, no, no. what, no, wait, wait, wait. Tell me what part you think is going to come in to court and why about what part about his arrest about his arrest about him sitting in there separating mm-hmm. trash mm-hmm. why do you think that that's going to come into court i just did tell you that what? do you no you didn't okay so they were looking at him and they saw that he had the trash and he threw it into the neighbor's garbage, not his parents' garbage, which was empty, but into the neighbor's garbage and it didn't have his DNA in it. And they caught him in the act of removing his DNA from the garbage. It's called consciousness of guilt. 
and it's admissible okay. for state of mind and intent. Stop. That way Run. he knew that he was guilty because he was eliminating evidence of a crime. He knew as a defense a they could say this. That's a different charge. This is your answer That's a different charge. Him. The charge is him being charged with murder. He right. would have known if this is true, everything that we <clears> all, all the this black and like white the trial. You're trying to bring in. It doesn't matter what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to answer your question. Follow me here. You can say I'm wrong or right after I finish talking. But he, if this is all just black and white and everybody else is just chasing shadows and what the evidence we have is actually what we have, he would have known that the case to the knife was not there and he would know it potentially had his DNA on it. So he was fighting to get rid of his DNA to not have it come out so he wouldn't get convicted. And that is what the prosecution is going to state because that's the case they're building. And that is what the evidence they arrested him with. So these are the kind of things he's going to say. Boom. They got the DNA from the father. They have him trying to hide his DNA. They have his DNA on the sheath. It doesn't matter how I feel about it. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. But this is what they're going to try to do. This is what they've already started doing. All right, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say that it's not the, um, you're, you're making good points, but you said, I'd love to hear the defense explain this. Yes. And if you're talking about him taking out the trash and him sitting at his table that is never, or it, it would surprise me, let's just say, going to come into court. What's going to come into court will be that DNA that they pulled from the trash. The, Do you see father, what I'm saying? That's the evidence, DNA. not his. Hmm? You don't think they're going to talk about the state of mind he was in? If he knew that what his intent was, that he knew he did it. No, I don't think so. In a perfect, I, I in a perfect think... world, maybe no. But let's look at the real world here, not how we want it to be. Look at what happened with Murdoch. They talked about everything he'd ever done. You don't think they're going to talk uh, about exactly? Exactly. It wasn't. You didn't like it. And a lot of people, other not just you, Susan, didn't like it either, but that's what happened. So you don't think that they're going to talk about him separating his own DNA out to what his mind was like? No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. Wanna, I want to place a bet that, on it? In that, so, do, how many times did you hear about um, uh, when Murdoch got arrested the exact time he got arrested, how he got arrested, etc. What he was doing when he got arrested in court during the trial. He was probably taking pills. Probably had pills on him. Right? I don't know. So, bringing it back to the case of Cole Berger and his black gloves. Let me recap here just so I'm, I'm tracking along. And you said some interesting things. First, you said that you don't think that that information should be released. You said that you don't think that that part of it, of him separating his DNA out from the family garbage and him putting it in a different container, or at least him separating his DNA out, will even be brought into court. I don't think it will be will be brought into court. I think the DNA will be brought into court. Okay. So we know what you think. We're going to put a pin in it and come trial time. Uh, I'm going to say nanner nanner. I'm all, I mean. I don't remember though. There's a, there's an attorney that, because I, you Told me, and there's an attorney that is certain that it will come into court the way he was You're arrested. You're not supposed to be looking at. Child. I know. <laughs> Very naughty of you. But the, now that makes me feel like I'm totally wrong. 
I'm sorry. But that's how you, I you feel. You have the freedom to Why? be totally wrong. I mean... It's okay to be wrong, Susan. It's okay. You know why? Because you're not on the stand. You're not in the jury pool. You're on an entertainment show with a bunch of Fruit Loops. <laughs> this is a place to be a Fruit Loop. It's okay. That's okay. It, truly. Okay. Take a deep breath. I... And let it okay, out. but here, here's one thing that I want to clarify. I said that I don't think that it should come out, a lot of this stuff. But that doesn't mean that I don't like to read it, that I don't like, I think we, we all, anybody that says that they don't think it should come out and um, they're still, they're still reading it too. I, I, I guarantee it in, you know, in the corner of their bedrooms at night they're, they're all reading it they all want to you know it's like a guilty pleasure so oh that sounds terrible can you take tell, that tell us more about those. I, I don't i don't mean the crime at all please 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 don't that is not what i meant i meant we know what you were we know please, what you we that's know what not, you meant. i did not mean that the crime is someone's guilty pleasure you're talking talking about getting information is what you're talking about right yes i that when that came out of my mouth i i apologize um to anyone that i know god um but i i I read it yeah i mean i clicked on this guy's um channel and 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 I said it at the very beginning. I said I'd love to have a conversation with him because he started out by saying I'm so unbiased, and then he just keeps on going, and he's so biased. And his whole entire um, thumbnail was, and I don't know if I want to even advertise. But it was like this is what is going to put him in jail, and, and then it was the same gosh darn stuff we're talking about right now you know but everybody wants everyone that's been in in this from the beginning they they want to hear about it they so do i think that it should come out no i don't hurt like you know i don't i don't think that we need to necessarily know it but I think people, of course, want to hear it, and I'm not going to separate myself and say, oh, I'm so much better than everyone else. I don't read any of it, because I, I do. I read it. I'm not going to deny it. If it comes out, then, you know, I'll read it. I will. I, I think it's interesting, but I also like to read documents like that, but I'll still read it either way. I do think that um, it's interesting that, uh, do you think that they took, that that substance that they took was, uh, was weed? You know what I think? And this is some breaking news, guys. I think that B. Rockin is our executive producer for today's show. Also, <laughs> Lady Lisa. I'd like to thank producers Affidavit, K-Me, even you, Susan, Susan A., and I'd like to thank Electra for helping what? to produce this show for today. That's, oh, okay. That's what we, I think. So we're hanging up? No, I just want what? to thank our producers. Oh, oh okay. Uh, thank you, guys. And thank you, Susan, thank you. for making this show possible. I appreciate it. <laughs> Hardly. No, no, I think he was smoking. It, do I think that that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do actually. I do think it was marijuana. And, okay, uh, I was just wondering because you know he the way they was, talked about it was, and it might not even have been his. I mean, maybe it it's his say, father's for back pain or something, right? Or 
Or was this the stuff that was on his person? But um, I think it was. Well, I, I and but I, I think, did it say liquid? So I'm sorry. Well, I know some of it was green, a green uh, plant or something. They said. I think that. Right. I think that you know, and I could be wrong, but I read into it like, yeah, it did look like marijuana, but they can't really say because they, but they can say all kinds of other things. Yeah. Like you know. So. I mean, I was just thinking, I was just um, wondering, and they took all kinds of medications from his apartment or somewhere, that maybe, maybe his in. house. That's what I was interested in. What are those medications? Right. I mean, that's no that's also what I, I, I was wondering. You were wondering, uh, you were wondering that, but you feel like no information should come out. I know. And I you're just talking told about you guilty pleasures. You know what I think, I'm Susan? Gonna... <laughs> I think that you think none of this should come out. I think the whole thing about the black gloves shouldn't have came out. But I had a, you know, a thumbnail there with black gloves, and you couldn't keep yourself from it. It's your guilty pleasure. Of course, because it's your guilty pleasure. You don't want it to happen. But no, you're glad it's like it a, it's like a it's like a it's like a puppy dog with a wet nose. Yeah. No, I just, I literally said I don't think it should come out. But you're glad but it I did. did say that that I will click on it and I'll read it and I'll read the documents. And sometimes that's a lot more than a lot of other people will do. They will not read the full facts and they'll just let a whole bunch of people tell them what to think and please don't let me tell you what to think anyone that's listening probably would never anyway but except if you encounter a police officer always say lawyer sorry that's i feel like i gotta say that that is very important what is your name my name is uh am i being detained that is my name right and i need a lawyer so Oh, so the medications, that's, I, I, I never, I, I said that I wanted to, I would read it. I just said that I don't necessarily think it should have come out. Why do we need to, re- why do you think that it should come out? The First Amendment. No, oh, well, let's why talk about, I you think- want to talk about what, get, what, what, guess, guess the pill? I, I can't begin to guess. I can't begin to guess on any of this. This is why. This is why. <laughs> I like to do this show, you know, and I like different opinions in mind. Um, you know what Cindy said? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I whatever. like what Cindy said. I like what Cindy said. About I her. thought about it. And I thought, you know what? That could absolutely be true. And then I thought, well, they were kind of videotaping him all night and he was doing being weird with the garbage. So I'm like, there is that. Yeah, I, I still mean, like to have all. I think it's important to have all the information. I like to hear the different opinions because you guys have brains and lives and knowledge that I don't have. So I want it all. Personally, I want all the information I could possibly get. I want to know the medications he was on. I want to know if it was really marijuana. Uh, I want to know, and I don't even know how this would come out if his parents were honest. Is that something he normally did with the garbage? Did he always separate stuff or not? Did they think it was weird or not? Or they just not want to talk about I don't about think that? you're ever... Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to get that either. You're never going to get that. They could ask. They could, ask, they could get Who the parents could? up there and ask. Like, hey. On the stand? Yes, yes, they could. <laughs> now, what they answer, I don't know. Uh, do you, do you, there's two, there's, that's one of the bits of relevant testimony I would like to know from the father. Did you guys have a conversation about, did your son tell you that he murdered some people? Did you guys talk about it? Did he say anything about it? Yes or no. And I also want to know about his garbage habits from his father. Did you think it was weird that we found him in his underwear, uh, with black gloves on? 
Because usually OCD am, people. That would it never tells me, happen it, in court. You know what it tells no. me? Well, they're they're lucky I'm not there because that's what I do. But he had, he had OCD and he he was afraid of germs. Really, really. So, it's why was he in his underwear? If I I am a germaphobe, I would have full clothing on if I was going to play in the garbage. I wouldn't be there in my underwear. Oh. I don't think he was in his underwear. I do believe that he had shorts on and then boxers. See, I for comedic effect, I'm I, saying underwear, sweaty underwear. <laughs> That was in the mental picture I gave you. And I got like that from Mancuso. Mancuso, man. But still, shorts and playing with the garbage. Uh, I don't think so. It seems like he was trying to hide DNA. But, yeah, these are questions that I would ask the father. And I don't think that is wrong. If, if they're trying no, to I don't think a it's... picture of uh, Brian's mental state, if he was trying to cover up the crime or not, I think that is fair game to ask the father that. I think you're the only one trying to paint a picture and you're playing with finger paints. Well, hey, there's been some really good paintings done with finger paints. <laughs> that's, that's true. Or they at least look like uh, that. I, the only people that are going to talk to the parents are maybe the defense attorney and they will only use any of that information uh if it, if it helps them maybe i don't know maybe the parents are stupid enough to talk to the prosecution about helping them put away their son but i don't i don't know they should know to say lawyer as well he was wearing this is from the chat since you're not watching I'll read it to you. he was definitely wearing <laughs> eight pairs of underpants 20 pairs of shorts 30 <laughs> pairs of black socks and one Banana hammock man thong. I can't tell you if that's true because, you know, I'm not looking at the chat. Exactly. No, well, I've got but. some good news for you. Finally. After the show today, I'm going to be doing an after show where I play some rocking hits for two hours. Did you know that? You can catch it on midnightrad.io. Or if you're a member of Midnight Radio, you can uh, listen to it in our Discord. That sounds aw- actually that sounds freaking awesome. And I'm playing music that Every- has never been played on our station before. None of our DJs have played it, and it is all good. But but the but money can't go to the DJs. What if money tonight did? Does the money money tonight go to that? To this after show? What? I don't understand the you question. You said I couldn't specifically give money to Electra last night when I said, Can I give no, money to Electra specifically? I said you can't put money and through it, YouTube and have it go to Electra. You could use your right. Cash App and it would go right to her. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So if I, but if I did it through YouTube tonight, would it go to the after show since you're doing it? That is so funny. Do you really want me to answer that? Because I can. Witness, answer so, the question. This if, is if Matt you, Locke. If you send, why would you do that? If you could send money to my, uh, to my cash app, Maybe I don't know how to use Cash App. Maybe you've just now outed me on on uh, on the air to these however you many can, people. You can send money to my Cash App, but out. it would still go to the radio station. And you can send money to through YouTube, and it would still go to the radio station because all the money I get goes to the radio station. So there you go. Did you know that some lady accidentally? Uh, gave a hundred dollars to one station and she meant to give like a dollar 99 and she Ouch. had to ask the host for it. <laughs> wow. Somebody told me that I didn't see it. Well, that's, that's actually sad. Did they do it on YouTube or do they do it through? Yeah. Yeah. YouTube. Okay. I don't even know how to refund things on YouTube. Okay. Well, I don't think he did either. So 
Yeah, she that would actually. What she'd, the way to do that is she'd have to take it up with her credit card company. I don't. Nobody has control of that on our side. Well, so I guess you heard it here first. Give a hundred dollars. Um, you don't get a refund though. Um, you but give a hundred dollars. You have to do a chargeback or something. Hmm. Okay, but I think that it sounds the the after show sounds awesome. How long is it? It's going to be two I hours. actually two hours. It's okay, be about two hours. All right. Well, then I better get off the phone. That's right. I better go do it right now. Okay. I like to thank Make you for sure calling. Make sure you put a link. Um. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Good so. night. <laughs> Everybody wants to thank Susan for calling. She didn't want to, but you guys made her. Oh, who is that? Thank you very much, Susan.